name is Kenny Dusso, and this is the Elite Development Podcast. The goal of this show is documenting my journey as a coach, things I see in the industry, of mistakes I see athletes make, things that I know you need to avoid. So basically, my goal is to help athletes avoid the difficult pitfalls of the world of elite performance sport and to help them reach their true potential. So if you are an up-and-coming athlete that is trying to build the career of your dreams, make sure you're following along this show. Make sure you go subscribe on the YouTube channel, on the podcast, and everywhere else you can. And now, let's get to the episode. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast, the number one show for athletes looking to gain an edge on their opponent and build their dream careers in sport. I'm your host, Kenny Dussel, and today we're talking about what drives you. Now, why are we talking about this? So we're talking about this because I got a question the other day. Anyone who follows me on Instagram will know that every morning I post a picture on my story of just outside my balcony door and uh, with the time because I wake up at 4.30 every morning. So the first thing I do is I post a picture to that. um, I post a picture right outside the balcony door showing the showing the view and I put in the time 4.30 a.m. And I had someone ask me the other day, why? And, you know, we started talking and they said, like, well, like, why? Why 4.30? Why do you wake up so early? Why do you do so much through your day? All of these kind of things. And it just got me thinking. I was like, okay, why? Why do I wake up at 4.30 in the morning? Why do I do the things that I do? Why do I not, you know, kick back and enjoy life more as these people were telling me that I need to? And I realized that, Ever since, I believe it was episode 12 of this show, I had a guy on named Marcus Adams. And uh, Marcus played in the CFL. He was a high-level athlete. And he went through some pretty serious, pretty serious shit as he was, you know, building up his athletic career. And what what he talked about was he talked about, you know, what kept him going through the harder times in his like in his come up was not wanting to look back at 50 years old and realize that he wasted his potential and that really spoke to me a lot and that really got me thinking and a lot of people you know they they kind of just waste their life and it really got it really made me realize over the years that it's like we've got one shot at this now in terms of what drives me externally obviously there's a lot about what i do that i love And if you've been following me for any period of time whatsoever, then you've seen me talking about that kind of stuff. Like I absolutely love sitting and watching my athletes get to compete, get to put the work that we've put into the test. I absolutely love waking up every day, spending your day in the gym. Like it's hard to beat that. Now, what really keeps me going though, and what I think a lot of people are missing is what drives you internally. You know, a lot of athletes, if you ask them why they work so hard, it's, oh, to make it to the top, but then why is making it to the top important? Why don't you want to just, you know, go get a simple nine to five job, find that quote unquote work-life balance, which I think is a fucking stupid term anyway. Why not do that, right? Why push as hard as you do to reach the top in your career? And for me, what I realized is that really and truly in life as a whole, we have one shot to make it as good as we can make it. And For some people, that means, you know, being off at five o'clock, chilling on the weekend, going out drinking, doing that, all these kinds of things. And I just took that differently. Like when I 
really clued into the fact that, you know, we only get one chance to do that. I realized that I felt like I was wasting my life when I was going out drinking and doing all these kinds of things. Yeah, sure. It was fun in the moment, but then I kind of felt like shit the next day. And then outside of life, I still had all these stressors, you know, money was tight. Things were tough. I wasn't sure about this or that, whatever. And it just, it just didn't feel good. And I used to struggle so much with anxiety and security, you know, just all kind of mental struggles. And since deciding that, you know, I'm going to purely go after the things that I want, those struggles have gone away. But obviously they come with their own, like they come with new struggles as well. But the big thing that I've really come to realize is that I'm not interested in being any less than the best that I can possibly be. And whether that's, you know, from the standpoint of being a coach, whether that's from the standpoint of being a human being, whether that's the standpoint of being a provider for my future family, it's like, I'm not interested in being less than the best I can possibly be. And when I say that, a lot of people think that, you know, you need the work-life balance, you need this, you need that. But it's like, I would so much rather spend the time now doing anything and everything I can to set myself up better for the future than waste time now. I have no interest in going out drinking on the weekend. I have no interest in spending money on the Calgary Stampede, which is in town this week. I have no interest in these things because overall in my time on earth, I have bigger things that I'm thinking about. I have more important things that I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about the experience of stepping on a stage in front of a thousand people talking about, you know, the coaching methods that I use and how coaches can use those on their own athletes, stepping on a stage in front of a thousand athletes, teaching them about, you know, the mental side of the game and how to better improve themselves to see better success in their sport. I have bigger things on my mind than, you know, what's going on Friday night in downtown fucking Calgary. And this is what I think so many people lack. You know, they fight because they like fighting more. They want to make a career in fighting because it would be cooler than making a career somewhere else. But it's like, what's the deep reason that you want to do this? And what drives me internally, what drives me is experiences, experiences and impact. It's like, I don't want to wake up at 80 years old and have struggled financially for my whole life. So I put the work now into putting myself in a position where I don't struggle financially. I don't want to wake up at 80 years old and wonder what it would be like to, you know, watch one of my athletes win a UFC championship. So I put the work in now to become the kind of coach that athletes at that level will be attracted to. And if I'm out drinking every weekend, out, you know, quote unquote, enjoying life all the time and not putting everything I can into improving who I am as a coach, who I am as a person, why would I expect that an athlete at that kind of level would want to work with me? You know what I'm saying? It's like the drive internally comes from the goals for life as a whole. And if you're listening to this right now and you're an athlete and you want to, you know, compete at the highest possible level, ask yourself, are you putting the work in that's required to get to that level? And also ask yourself, why do you want to get to that level? You know, and fighting in the UFC would be cool is not a good enough reason to make it through the harder times, to continue to invest in yourself, even when the finances are tight, to do the things that are actually going to put you ahead of the pack so that when that time comes, you are the one who rises above and you're not one of the ones who falls below. 
And this is something that I think, you know, a lot of people really need reinforced with themselves because like, as an example, when I was thinking about, you know, the impact I want to have in the future, the life that I want to create in the future, the kind of family life that I want to create in the future, I realized that me struggling along on my own, you know, owning my own business, but not really making a lot of money, but being working all the time to not really bring that great of a return wasn't the way to do that. And so what I did is I invested literally three quarters of the money I had to my name in a business coach that helped me create something better. And we're not even close to how good it can be and, you know, how successful it can be, but we're way better off 18 months later because I was able to take that step and invest literally three quarters of the money I had to my name. That wasn't an easy thing to do, but it was in the name of the future. You know, I know that down the road, I don't want to be in the gym for 18 hours a day, six days a week, barely having any time for, you know, family, friends, kids, whatever. So I needed to put myself now in a position that I can still do what I love every day, but eventually have the time where when I have a kid, I'm not a stranger to that child because I'm in the gym for 18 hours a day trying to provide for them. I'm able to work super hard, but also step away when I need to step away and then be able to create the balance that works for me. Whereas when I feel when a lot of people hear the term, you know, you only have one life, that's their indication to step away from hard work. That's their indication to, you know, oh, it's the weekend, so I'm just going to relax because, you know, you only live once. YOLO, right? Jesus. <laughs> now, the way that I took that is you only have the one life, so you need to make it as good as you can fucking make it. And when it when I look at, you know, making life as good as you can make it, or, you know, YOLO, as a lot of people would say, I look at that and think, if I want something, why would I not do anything and everything that I can in order to get it? You know, as an example, I've wanted an Audi since the first day that I drove one when I was 16 years old and I got my license. My parents owned one for like six months. I just happened to get my learners right as they had their Audi. And so the first car I ever drove was a 2000 Audi A4. And I remember loving it. And I remember thinking, man, I want to own one of these one day. And for the longest time, I convinced myself, oh, it's too expensive. It's not practical. It's too fancy. I don't need something like that, you know, whatever. And then I realized that instead of saying it's too expensive, why wouldn't I put the effort into making enough money to be able to afford one? You know, if I want something, instead of being like, well, I want it, but I can't get that or I can't achieve that because of this, that, or the other reason, why not put the time, put the effort, put the work, and put the investment into myself to make that happen? And that's what I think so many of you guys lack as well, is, you know, I want to make the UFC, but, you know, I can't afford a nutritionist because, you know, things are kind of tight right now. Or, oh, I want to make the UFC, but, uh, you know, I can't really train that hard right now because of, you know, these things that I have going on in my life. Or, yeah, I want to be a world champion, but, you know, like, time's tight, so I can't really make it to the gym a lot. Like, if you want to be a world champion and right now time is tight so you can't make it to the gym a lot, you need to figure out how to make time not tight anymore so that you can make it to the gym more so that you can actually achieve that goal. If you want to make the UFC, but you can't afford to work with a nutritionist because, you know, whatever money's tight or anything like that, 
how do you make money not tight anymore so that you can make that investment into that nutritionist, into that strength coach, into traveling to that better gym to get better training partners in order to put yourself closer to accomplishing that goal. And that internal drive for me literally comes from that. It literally comes from that mentality of instead of saying, I want to achieve this, but it's unrealistic for X, Y, Z reason, saying, I want to achieve this. I'm not in a position to do it right now. What do I need to do to put myself in a position to achieve that? Now, as an example, that was the car like I just talked about the gym was another perfect example of that I've wanted to run a gym since I was 13 years old and for a long time I convinced myself it wasn't possible it wasn't realistic it was easier to just get a job somewhere running a gym wasn't a way that you make money and so I convinced myself out of trying to pursue running a gym until I hit the point where I was like why am I not doing this instead of figuring out how I can do this And then I sat down and I actually started doing research into commercial real estate, into buying gym equipment, into all of these things. And like, yeah, in the beginning, it was tough. In the beginning, money was tight. In the beginning, I struggled. But I opened my fucking gym because that was something I'd wanted since I was 13 years old. And I decided instead of spending my whole life talking about wanting it, go fucking do it. Because you have one shot at making life as good as you can make it. And even when I was opening the gym, I sat back and I thought, I was like, man, what if I open it and it ends up not being what I want? Well, then I'm going to run it for the duration of my lease and then I'm going to move the fuck on and do something else. Or I'm going to pay out the lease early and then move the fuck on and do something else. Right. But so many of us are so terrified by the thought of taking action. So many of us are so terrified by the thought of actually putting the work, the time, the money into achieving the things we want that we'd rather stand around for our whole lives and just talk about it. But I got to ask you, and this is this last piece before we wrap it up. I was talking to someone that trains at my gym the other day, actually, and they were talking about how they thought it was sad that I didn't have any work-life balance because, you know, I spent so much time on my business and all that. And I asked them, I was like, why do you think it's sad for me to be happy all, all the time? Like I literally wake up every day and do exactly what I've wanted to do since I was a kid and I work for myself. So I make my own hours and I pick and choose the people that I decide I want to work with. Like every piece of that is awesome. (laughs) Why is that sad? And they were like, well, you know, like you don't have any like outside interests or like other things you enjoy doing. And I was like, well, yeah. So like my outside interests are literally like I get paid to do the thing I enjoy. And it just like, it really got me thinking a lot about people get so obsessed with things like work-life balance, you know, oh, you've got to enjoy other things in life. And don't get me wrong. There are some days where I wake up and I'm like, man, the last thing I want to do today is work on my business. But because I love it as much as I do and I work as hard as I do on it, when I have those days, I just don't work on my business that day, you know? And like, yeah, there are some days obviously where you push through, but I give myself Saturdays to relax. And that's the perfect balance. I go hard as fuck for six days. And then on Saturday, I chill. Sometimes I still do some work on Saturday anyway. A lot of the time I don't. Because this is something I'm passionate about. This is something I love. And I'm lucky enough that the thing that I'm passionate about can also pay me money and pay for my leave. 
So the big thing I want to get back to from this and the way I want to wrap this up for you guys is think about not just the goal you have for your career, but think about what drives you towards that goal. So as that quick recap, the goals for my career are impact, working with more athletes, helping more athletes see success, running a gym, but also being a good person, a good down the road, a good husband, a good father, a good example for people coming up behind me. Now, that's the drive behind it and the goals for the career. And the drive behind that is that I only have one opportunity to live life. I only have one opportunity to live life. And instead of the way a lot of people see making the most of life as, you know, traveling and seeing sights and going out on the weekend with friends and seeing concerts and doing all that kind of thing. The way I look at making the most out of life is pursuing what you're passionate about, giving everything you possibly can to the things that you're passionate about. And in my case, that is coaching. That is building my coaching business. That is building my future. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to spend my energy on that. I'm going to spend my time on that. I'm going to put my focus on that. And guess what? If I was to wake up tomorrow and absolutely hate coaching and then that feeling stuck around, I'd stop. And I'd go figure out what was next. But because it's something I'm passionate about and because it's how I'm able to build my living, why would I not spend as much time as I possibly can pursuing the things that I actually want? And the other big drive between, you know, building the size of the business and not just, you know, being satisfied with 10 clients barely getting through the month and all that is experiences. You know, what means more to you? going out on the weekend and having a few drinks or literally being able to pay for your family to go on a vacation together and stay wherever you want and go see whatever you want. It's like what's more important to me is the experiences that I'm going to be able to provide my future family, the experiences that I can provide myself. Like I just went to Australia in May to go to a conference where I got to listen to some of the uh, top level speakers in my industry in the world. Like, if I didn't spend the time, the effort, the work that I do and the investment in myself that I do, I wouldn't have been able to do that. So people get very obsessed with work-life balance. People get very obsessed with, you know, so many weird little things. But what I really want you guys to take away from this over anything else is put that shit out of your mind. If someone tells you you need to be more balanced with your training, tell them they need to mind their own fucking business. <laughs> And that, that being said, you need to make sure you're not burning your body out and injuring yourself when it comes to training. But if you're passionate about your sport, spend all your energy on your sport. If you don't have another thing that you're incredibly passionate about right now, don't force yourself to find one. Spend the energy on what you love. You have one shot at life. Put yourself in the best position possible to do what you love for the rest of your life. That is what drives me. I hope that gives you some insight into what drives you. Now, as always, the biggest thing that I ask as we wrap up the show is if you got value from this, share it with a friend, share it with a teammate, share it with a coach, share it with someone who needs to hear this message. I appreciate you all for tuning in, whether you're here live or whether you're listening back on the podcast, on the YouTube channel, anything like that. I would greatly appreciate if you go subscribe to the channel, subscribe to the podcast, Follow me across all social media platforms. The ways to do that are going to all be in the show notes below. But as always, I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day. I appreciate you tuning in, and I'll catch you on the next episode.
Thank you for listening to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast. Now remember, information without execution is useless. So take what you learned in the show today and go figure out how you can apply it to your career to start making progress right away. My one ask of you is share the show around. Make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you're following on all the social media platforms. The links on how to do that will be in the show notes below. And in turn, have a great day. And I can't wait to see you on the next episode.